Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Christine Kane again on the show. And she is talking to us about something she actually talks to us about a lot when I put her on the show, and that is that we are made for more, that we don't need to live in fear. God didn't send his son Jesus to die for us to live a comfortable life and just have the status quo. Jesus died so that we would have more life in abundance to the full until it overflows. That's what it says in John 10, 10. He didn't die so that we would be miserable, depressed, lonely, sad, all of these things. He died so that we would live a life of power and purpose in his presence. Here's Christine. Life is but a vapor. We're not here for very long. We're certainly not here forever. We are just passing through. And I love that James, in James chapter four, he gives us a great visual. He says, life is but a vapor. Why are you freaking out? This is the Christine paraphrase version. <laughs> Why are you freaking out about what the future is? Nobody knows what's going on. And if you listen to too much of the news, you're going to get depressed about what's going on. And half of it isn't even going to come true anyway. How many times have we heard, I predict this is going to happen and I predict that's going to happen. And then you go, it never happened. Why did I waste my time worrying when I didn't need to worry? So James says, look, in light of eternity, I need to remind you that life is just a vapor. And when you look at it like that, half of the things that you've been stressing out about, you go, really, really? In our house, we have little bottles around the place because if I'm getting a little bit too tense, because I'm a bit of the control freak in our family, <laughs> um, my family just randomly go, vapor. <laughs> my kids especially like it when, um, you know, I'm about to complain about the laundry hasn't been taken. Mum, life's a vapour. Why are you worried about laundry? <laughs> and I go, I'll vapour you. Anyway, so, <laughs> but the, the issue is that a lot of what we're stressing out about really doesn't matter. Really how big your house is, how important is it that kind of car that you have, the kind of status that you achieve, how much money you've got in the bank. Ultimately, when you die, it doesn't matter. They're not going to put it all in the casket with you. Like it really, sometimes it's just good to do a check and go, where am I being a good steward and where am I just being stressed out? And, and, and there is a difference about that. Where am I putting some unrealistic demands on people and unrealistic demands on myself where I am not enjoying life or living life? I'm just trying to just live for the approval of somebody that's not even around anymore or I'm trying to impress somebody that doesn't even care or I've set this really false expectation about what I want for life and the fact is it's not bringing me any joy. You were created on purpose for a purpose. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says that we are God's workmanship. You know, this is really important for you to understand because a lot of people, and maybe you've just tuned in right now and you do not realize that you are God's workmanship, that you were created by God for a relationship with God and it's Jesus that connects us to God. I'll tell you why a lot of us do not realize it. Because what happened was in Australia in particular, we were brought up with a particular philosophy in our schools. Now you have to be extremely intelligent to believe this and you have to go to university for a lot of years and be very, very well educated. But this is what they have taught us. That many, many moons ago in the eternal nothing of the nothing, two nothings came together and went bang. And there it was your great grandfather, the cockroach. And the cockroach just crawled around planet Earth for a while and it had a genetic mutation and it went bang. And there it was, the frog. And the frog just hopped around the Earth for a while and then it had a genetic mutation. It went bang. And there it was, the ape. And then the ape 
was walking around Dallas, Texas on a very hot summer's day and it went to the hairdresser and it had a cut, shave and blow dry and here we are today. And so basically, you need to be extremely well educated to believe that. But what they have taught us for a generation is that you came from nothing. You live for no reason and you're going nowhere. And if you tell a generation for long enough that they came from nothing, they live for no reason and they're going nowhere, then don't be surprised when they start to live like they came from nothing. They live for no reason and they're going nowhere. And some of you are living like there is no purpose. You are drinking yourself into oblivion. You are popping pills. You are just sleeping from one, with one person to the next person and somehow looking for love, looking for something because you've been sold a lie that you are worth nothing, that your great-grandfather was some kind of cockroach. But I'm here to tell you today that you are created in the image of God. You are filled with God-given dignity and God-given purpose. There is so much more to you than you even realize as a son or a daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And the interesting thing is when you know who you belong to, you begin to act like the person you belong to. And if you think that you belong to some, you know, cockroach race and you're part of some evolution cycle, then you know what? You're going to live like an animal. But when you know that you were created on purpose for a purpose, then you're going to treasure this gift called life a whole lot more. You and I were not just created to exist. We were created to live a passionate, purpose-driven life. But so many of us, we live such boring lives. And it frustrates me when Christians are boring. When Christians are like beige and Christians have no personality and they're just like, oh, I'm saved. I'm just like, I'm saved. I don't do anything and I have no personality and no life, but I'm a Christian and you too can be boring like me. And so some of you, you know, you go to work the same way every single day, every single day. You know, you eat at the same time every day. You haven't even tried a different sort of food. Like you just eat the same thing at the same time. You wear the same colours. We hang out with the same sort of people. Our life is so boring. It's so routine. It is so predictable. And then we fight to hang on to our routines. And you get into a routine long enough, you're going to make a rut. You get into a rut long enough, you're going to fall into a grave. And that's how most people spend their life on this earth. It's just this normal routine, this rut, this grave. And Jesus says, I came in John 10, 10, that you might have life and life more Abundant, not a boring, predictable existence. So many of us are just existing rather than living the life that God has called us to live. You know, Nick and I went to, uh, I, I frequently travel to South Africa for ministry. And on one of our trips, we went out to a safari. Now, I have a bit of an aversion to animals. You know, I know that we see on Instagram, I've got my dog Ezra Blake, but I don't really touch him. My kids do. So um, they, I, I did it for, for their sake, you know, because apparently you need to have an animal in the house. Okay, so, um, and they've been really responsible and he's cute. He's a cute little uh, mini golden doodle, just in case you're interested. Oh, all the dog lovers. Okay. And um, so, I really am not into animals. My husband loves them. And so we go out on this safari and the man that's leading this safari is very, very particular to say to us, you need to be very careful. Don't draw any attention to the animals. You know, last week there was a tourist that had been killed because they got out of the Jeep and went to photo. I mean, just really, how stupid can you be? And still, um, and, and took a photo of the lions. And so we're coming up 
to all of the lions and my husband who is a rebel. Could you just imagine being married to me? You are not normal. And so he comes in and he starts like banging the Jeep. But I, I like, I, it was almost, our marriage was nearly over at that moment. I'm just going to say, we had some intense fellowship. That's all I want everyone to know. Deep fellowship at that moment. And so... Um, and Nick was like loving it. But what was amazing was to watch these wild animals in their native, it, it was crazy. They were beautiful, like really beautiful. I mean, they were just wild and undomesticated and free. And it just looked awesome. You could, I mean, you spent, we spent hours just watching them because they were just flourishing and everything about the whole uh picture and we saw the big five so I saw all of them but the lions and the tigers and it just was such a glorious truly God's creation is remarkable it really is well a few weeks later we were back in Sydney Australia and we had some friends coming over from America and so every time you have friends coming over that have not been to Australia before and we live in Sydney you want to take them to this place called Taronga Zoo you can make a note of it because Taronga Zoo the giraffes at Sydney's Taronga Zoo have the best real estate in the whole of Australia. So they overlook the Harbour Bridge, the Harbour, the Opera House. And I'm like, who gave the giraffes the view? But anyway, so the giraffes have got the view. So we were, I was taking my friends through Taronga Zoo. And then we came, we came to the lion cages. And I'll never forget it because we stood there and um, you saw these lions and then the, the tigers were near them. And they were like docile. They were just kind of lying there. They were just domesticated and they were so tame. And I turned to Nick because we had just come back from Africa, you know, and I said, this is what happens to Christians. I said, God called us to live wild, untamed, undomesticated lives. And we get into our cages and our Christian legalism and our cages and we end up with these nice, safe, boring comfortable life. I need you to understand Jesus Christ did not come from heaven to earth, die on a cross, shed his blood at Calvary, be separated from the Father for three days and rise again from the dead just to give me a nice, comfortable, safe life. Just to give me a nice white picket fence, 2.2 and the mortgage. Jesus did not come to make us safe. He came to make us dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. That's what we are here for. We are here to plunder hell and to fill heaven. That's what this is all about. He didn't come to make us safe. So all these Christians that are going, oh, I just want to be safe. I'm like, gag me with a spoon. I'm like, are you serious? I just want to be nice and sweet. Well, be nice, but really? That's all Jesus came? To make me sweet? You're kidding me. He came to make me dangerous to the kingdom of darkness, to bring His light and His life and His liberty and His justice and His truth and His mercy to a lost and a broken generation. He did not come to make me a nice, sweet Christian. That was Christine Kane, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Christine Kane. God has more for you than a comfortable and safe life. Equip and empower. And you can find out more information about her at her website, which is christinecain.com. Have a wonderful day today, and I know I pray that you know how much God loves you right where you are and that you can live a 320 life. God bless.